in a world few have dared to explore. Two men set out on an epic journey to answer life's manliest questions. From the Fortress of Smoothitude in Lawrence, Kansas, it's The Gentleman Podcast with Glenn Stansberry and Brian McKinney. Welcome to the Gentleman Podcast. I'm Brian McKinney. I'm sitting to the left of the frosty Glenn Stansberry. <laughs> this is true. It is frigid outside, right? Most of the people that are listening to this probably are affected by this. <laughs> if you live in the uh, Northern Hemisphere, Blizzard of Oz is yeah. what I call it. Um, there's no snow. There's, there's no, no snow, snow yet. No. Are we going to get snow? I think on Saturday we're supposed to get some snow. Really? Yeah. Um, oh, but the, 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 it's really just really cold. Yes. Is what it is. And it's really early to be really cold. Yeah. I was expecting to wait at least a couple more weeks Mm -hmm. before we dug into this stuff. Well, it seemed like uh, I knew I'd heard, you know, here and there that there's going to be a cold, hard winter, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, right. I mean, I I figured it wouldn't, I wouldn't, I didn't think it'd be a longer winter. I thought it'd just be colder and harder. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, no. It's also an extended period of time as well. I guess I don't know, but it may, it may warm up. You know, maybe yeah. uh, maybe maybe in a couple of weeks it'll mm-hmm. be like nice and toasty again. Mm-hmm. Can always dream. Yeah. Uh, the other thing we can dream about, Glenn, mm. is uh, not being founders of a site called Gentleman. And <laughs> 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 we wake, kid, kid. then we wake up into the cold reality that we are, <laughs> in fact, the co-founders of a site called Gentleman dot com. Uh, it's a site for manly things. I'm mm. proud of being the co-founder of a, of a site called Gentleman.com, Glenn. I'm more than I proud. I, 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 I sleep and I dream about it, and then I wake up, and then I live the dream That's every right. day. That's right. I bought a couple of shirts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. I, uh, yeah. Um, Remember when we sold those? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Those three shirts yep. to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas, Brian. <laughs> I got you. Uh, oh, you got me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what we should do this year, Glenn, hmm. is uh, Gentleman Christmas Sweaters. Oh yes, we could knit some, (laughs) could knit some like Christmas sweaters for the ugly ugly sweater Christmas party. So like mustache, uh, Uh, around sleeves and stuff like that. Oh nice, yeah, yeah. I don't know, just a little product idea. I I don't know. It might Mm. be time intensive for us to sew them ourselves, (laughs) sitting by the fire with our knitting needles. (laughs) Do do do. Yeah, Uh, it could work. I don't know. Uh, Hey, pass me the milk. Yeah. Eggnog, <laughs> yeah, eggnog. Oh man, I, I love. Do you like eggnog? I sort of. I mean, like the non-alcoholic. The alcoholic eggnog is like stuff for dares. Like you don't. Mm. I, I don't know. I think if I was I'm drinking not... eggnog, I would expect there to be some kind of a kick in it. Really? I, yeah. Oh. A little bit of a bourbon in there or something. Okay, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Could, the yeah. stuff you buy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. That eggnog. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Well, maybe we could slip that into a drink of the week. Okay, okay. Point. We'll find a good one. Yeah, we'll, or we'll make one. Yeah, we could make one. We're veering off topic already. We are, Glenn. Um, uh, as we, sh- we should probably tell everybody before we move on to the drink of the week, which we're talking about right now, but mm-hmm. uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, send us a letter over to P.O. Box 442305, uh, Lawrence, Kansas, 66044. Mm-hmm. Um, you get out your little pen mm-hmm. and just handwrite something to us, even yeah. if it's just a sentence. Just say, hey, guys. Uh, how are you feeling today? Mm-hmm. And then we'll we'll get the letter and be like, oh, cool. And then we'll we'll uh, we'll respond. It'll go on the gentleman wall of fame with all the other letters that we received. That's right. Uh, it's a big wall. It's a big wall. Um, but you know, it, 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 something's got to decorate the the 
the fortress. You know what I mean? Yeah, and plus, you know, we're supporting the local post office service. service. Yeah, which you know, I've been really disillusioned with communication companies in general lately, with mm-hmm. the net neutrality issue being brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, should they be able to throttle? You know, right? You know, but you know who won't throttle communication? Right. Mm-hmm. The USPS. That's right. It gets you there. No matter what. Rain, sleet, snow. It doesn't matter if it's a movie. If it's a DVD, yeah. you know, and you're sending it, it'll mm-hmm. still get there on time. They're not going to throttle it. Yep. You if know what I mean? If it's soju. Right. Or other things that you you pack in a box from Korea. And mm-hmm. I mean, it may break everything in the box right. by the time you get it. Yes. But I think but, that was more the Korean mail side mm-hmm. of things than yeah, it was exactly. the US. There's, you can't. There's two different carriers yeah. with that. So you can't really, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but yeah, uh, send us a letter to P.O. Box four four two three zero five Lawrence, Kansas six six zero four four. You can also send us an email to howdy at gentleman dot com, or you can not do anything yep. and just you know sit back. That's why you know why trouble yourself. Get to, comfortable to to write a letter to us, Glenn. Why would you Why would you do that? Why would you take the time and effort to do that? I don't know. I don't know either, Glenn. I can't answer it. So I, I wouldn't do it. I, well, I don't know. If I was out there, I might. Actually, you would. You actually, you do write letters. To I write people. a lot of letters. I do. Uh, yeah. A lot of yeah, to lot of bank letters. presidents, Santa Claus, Santa Claus. Um, oh, okay, you know, just uh, people. You know, you might get a letter from me, not you, Glenn, but somebody out there. I've might. got a letter from just, you. Yeah, I might just write a letter. I don't know. I might be angry about you not writing me a letter, yeah. and then I'll write you an angry letter. Hey, Glenn, this is what it's like to write a letter. Yeah, <laughs> this is the. You know that joy you felt when you pulled this out of the mailbox, Dear Glenn. Thank you so much for. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on, Glenn. Okay, right. so yeah, uh, send us a letter if you want to. Send us an email. Go to uh, Twitter, Facebook, or you can go over to gentleman.com. Uh, we've got awesome stuff on there, and then you can check out podcast.gentleman.com where you yes. can follow along with the links from the show. Yes. Uh, Listen to other episodes, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to add some interactive features and everything like that. But that's down the road, you know. Right. Exactly. So like get um, ahead of ourselves. Yeah, that's not okay, Glenn. But uh, speaking of getting ahead of ourselves, let's dive into the drink of the week from this week. Okay. Um, Glenn, we got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Okay. We got Christmas is Holiday right around the corner. Season. It's November fourteenth today. Yep. Uh, sorry, it's November fourteenth today. And uh, it's November 14th. And so that means we have two weeks till Thanksgiving. Black yep. Friday. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we have... Which is the anniversary. Yes. Of the... That's true. The original podcast. The of, original or birth. The, uh, the original birth of Gentleman.com. Not the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. The birth of cool. Yeah. The birth uh, of cool. Right. Um, that's a good point. So maybe we should Ooh, figure out yeah. some kind of activity to to celebrate absolutely um, but anyway so but anyway, my point is Glenn that it, Christmas is right around the corner we've got six weeks until Christmas okay okay, okay. you know six podcasts uh, six podcasts and we've got a lot of Christmas time beers to get through in the next six weeks yeah we might have to double it up I don't know oh hey just two if, different ones is like that two at the same time if just, that's wrong I don't want to be right. right pour them right in you know <laughs> uh, that. so anyway Glenn I, so I went to the store tonight and I picked that one I don't know if we've talked about this brewery before um, Breckenridge Brewery hmm. um, this is one of my favorite breweries actually they've got a really good agave wheat beer hmm. they've got a couple other ones that I really like I think I, every one I've had from them has been pretty solid yeah but oatmeal stuff is pretty good they could they could um but this is their Christmas season. Let's see. Okay, so they've got... Um, oh, yeah, the oatmeal stout. It's like You're a right. moon on it or something? Yeah, the oatmeal yeah. stout. The autumn ale is very mm-hmm. good as well. They're mm-hmm. other seasonal. Um, but, so I've, I've tried a lot of their stuff, and I like a, a lot of their stuff. Uh, this brewery, Glenn, um, you know, I read about it a little bit. Okay. And it has one of those stories, like every one of those breweries in Colorado. <laughs> they start out right. by saying, you know... 
Uh, Jimbo was just right. your normal guy, right. but he loved the homebrew. But he went to France. But yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it, you know, he loved the homebrew, and he opened up a little brewery, yeah. and then it became, you know, whatever. And then every one of them has, every single one of these breweries, has some claim to fame as being the first brewery to do this right. in okay. Colorado, you mm-hmm. know? And so there's... It's, this it gets a little bit suspect here because they claim to be the first Colorado brewery to package craft beer in six packs and twelve packs. So my question is, what were the other people packing their beer in? Like eight packs, casks? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Sir, we have your. Uh, I don't. Know. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so Breckenridge supposedly was the first to put in six pack twelve. So maybe we're, we're the first brewery to put water in our beer. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. That sounds kind of suspect. It's one of those that's probably hard to prove. You know? Yeah. Because somebody mm-hmm. like Odell's could be like, "Well, we were putting our beer in six pack." Yeah. How do how do you know that you were yeah. the first? Mm-hmm. Typically, I would say who was the first brewery, and then I'd be like, yeah. "Okay, they're probably the ones who were the first ones to sell." You would think so, but hey. You okay. know what? Doesn't matter. Innocent until proven guilty. Or, That's right. Uh, proven. Right until proven wrong. But anyway, uh, so this is Breckenridge Brewery. Obviously out of Breckenridge, Colorado. All the breweries in Colorado. There's so many of them. It's like Napa Valley for beer. Yeah, pretty much. It's mm-hmm. uh, They have a lot of good mm. a lot of good breweries over there. Fortunately, we're a state away. Yes. We can get, we can get the distributors to cross, adorn, yeah. cross state lines and, yeah. you know. Bury the hatchet. That's right. Um, come next door and... <laughs> Uh, all right, Glenn. So yeah. let's uh, enough of that. Let's uh, so, so pop have, these suckers. This open. is the the Christmas ale. This is the Christmas ale. Um, oh yeah, I, I forgot. Yeah, wait, gonna... wait. Nineteen ninety three was when the brewery started, or this ale? Uh, Ninety two was when they. Oh, okay. The they they were saying yeah. Uh, so anyway, the ch- okay. So there've the, been breweries around since the seventies in this Colorado. Is, yeah, but they're saying that this. They're saying that nineteen ninety two they released the first six and twelve packs from craft breweries. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, okay. So, but maybe they're saying like craft breweries, like okay, you know how Freak State was a brewery for like twenty years before yeah. they started packaging beer. Yeah, I think that's what they're saying. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. So I they're don't. saying like Odell's or something like that was like a little brew pub. Really, they're just trying to find anything. Well, I think so. Yeah. But like, I mean, you know, who's to say? First one to use metallic bottle caps. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, cardboard boxes it used to be beer. corks. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, Glenn, okay, so the Christmas sale, ignore their bold claims about their bottling, you know, uh, who cares if they were... You know what, Brian? This is going to factor into my mustache That's true. If, they, if they're a truthful beer, you know, yeah. you got to know. It, I might taste some deception. That's right. You know? And that's going to throw the mustache twist scale that's way gonna down. That's going to take a twist off. Yeah. Um, okay, but Glenn, so this is oh. the, the Christmas sale. Mm-hmm. Um... The Chilo Colorado High Country winter calls for a beer with extra flavor and strength. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Mm-hmm. At over 7% alcohol, the sturdy oh. texture and rich flavors of caramel and chocolate, our holiday seasonal, is the mm. fermented qu- equivalent of a good fire. Wow. So, uh, you know. I Wow. Another bold statement right there. What did it say? Over 7%? Uh, yeah, 7.4. Wow. Uh, IBUs, which I found out today means bitterness units. Bitterness units. Okay. 22. So low on the it's bitterness. very low. Oh, I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, much like the mustache twist scale, a lot of people throw around MTS, but they don't really know what it means. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's right. either here. How much did it cost, Brian? Uh, this was... God, that's a good question, Glenn. I want to say it was... I want to say 850. It was 850. I was going to say about 8. Yeah, yeah. 849. 
So just under, just a shade under. Cheers. Cheers. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I like okay. this. All I right, like Glenn. it. Good All right. Beer. So uh, let's go ahead and throw our MTS. Eight fifty. Yeah, eight fifty. Um, Christmas seasonal, right? Christmas you know. seasonal. Uh, a lot of people take missteps with the Christmas seasonal. Right. They throw some coriander in there and like sprinkle some uh, ginger, mm. you know, in there, thinking like, oh, it's Christmassy. It's got to be Christmassy. You don't have to be all crazy with the flavors to have a Christmas ale. You know what I mean? This is more about Just the caramel. Tastes like turkey. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Sprinkle a little bit of turkey in there. <laughs> some stuffing. Yeah. <laughs> How awesome would it be to have a beer that had stuffing in it? <laughs> Sounds pretty good. I don't know. Stuffing and gravy. Oh, oh yeah, that's uh, just right. the parsley. The parsley, yeah. Well, are you sure? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, the hops instead of the parsley. All right. I'm factoring an erroneous claim I'm on the website. That's true. Trying a little they, too hard. They, yeah. They, Whether it's true or not. Mm-hmm. Hard to say. Uh, I would say a 7.2. 7.2. That's a, that's a low rating, Glenn. On the yeah. MTS scale, it's pretty low. Well, okay, that's true. It is eight fifty. I need to factor that in a little bit more. Uh, yeah, it's seven point five. Seven point five. Okay, I feel good about that. I, I would go a little bit higher. I'd say seven point seven. Maybe, maybe my palate is all off. It's just not. I just uh, for Christmas sales, I feel like this is pretty good. It is good. It's a because very good beer. There, yeah, like I said, it's solid. There's a lot of bad Christmas sale. People go to a dark place sometimes when they do the Christmas ale. Yeah, but you know? I. Ca- I ca- I kind of like that though. I yeah. kind of like I kind of like them trying. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good though. I mean, you're right. They don't they don't get outside of the right. The, the, you're right. People do um, go so way. They overboard. can take it. They can take it a little bit too far sometimes. I caramba. Yeah, yeah. So okay, I would give it a seven point five. Okay, so seven point five. I said seven point seven. Seven. Okay. So we're gonna for, for, you know scientifically average those out. Okay. Uh, let me get the calculator out here. Okay. Um, <laughs> Okay, that's uh, yep. Seven no, point, no, 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 no. Get, get, get the square decimal. root. Okay, we just give the, it a dash. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> Siri, <laughs> Whoa. Siri, we're getting Siri involved. Uh, okay, that actually turns out to uh, be a seven point six okay. averaged out. Okay, uh, once okay. I for factored it. in the weighting of the MTS and all that Man, stuff. And I was awful at calculus. I'm glad you had a. <sighs> yeah, the formula of the MTS. It's you know, Oof. rock solid, rock solid. Okay, mm. so uh, seven point six on the MTX, MTS scale. <laughs> Um, let's find out what the what our good bros over at Beer Snob have to say about mm-hmm. it. Glenn. Um, they have it at uh, oh no, oh yes. Uh, okay, so over at beersnob.com, which redirects to beeradvocate.com, uh, the, <laughs> the bros have it at an 84, hmm. and the average user rating is an 80. Man. So I don't know. I, I think it's a, uh, it's a little high. I would. I will say that the fact that the alcohol level is at seven point four. Yeah, that's a stout it alcohol is. level. You it know? is, and it's sneaky too because you don't. Yeah, taste you don't it. taste it at all because most of these are like five and a half or something like that. You know what I mean? You saying by the end of the show, my my rating might be like a nine point two. 
Yeah, exactly. Our revision. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so they're they're a little bit high. They okay. need to adjust their. They haven't. Mm. You know, obviously, beersnob.com has not come around to the official standard, which is the mustache twist scale. Uh, you know, eventually they'll see the light. Well, but until they do, they can still. You know, they're arbitrary ratings. It's hard for these organizations to switch gears, even if the thing is better. It right, is you know? right. I mean, they've got you know thousands of ratings in this arbitrary scale. The bro scale. It doesn't even. Yeah. What's it stand for? I don't even know. The, Beverages really rated oh. on our scale. I don't know. Bros, the Bruce, the Bruce scale. <laughs> um, anyway, so that we'll get them on the MTS. We'll get it all squared up. Yep. one of these days. Um, mm. Okay, Glenn. So let's move on. To some interesting posts from Jimmo.com from last week or so. All right. So the the first tech we have today, Brian, mm-hmm. is uh, an interesting interesting. We don't get a lot of film. Well, I. We get some film tax on the site, but uh, I would say there's there's not a whole lot of movie stuff on the site. Yeah, that's right. That's it's probably a weaker fair. category, but this is really interesting. It's added by um, James Griff, and I don't know if we've featured a tag by James before. No. Uh, um, so uh, thanks for posting this, James. We James. appreciate it, James Griff. Uh, thanks for adding some stuff to gentleman.com. It's a pretty cool story. Yeah, it looks like James has been on the site for almost a year. So. Okay, cool. Uh, no, well over a year. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Almost two years. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyway, so thank you, James. Uh, it's, this tack is titled, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas Predict the Implosion of Film Industry. Mm-hmm. And with a headline like that, the article better deliver, and it does. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg have gone on record kind of saying that the the current model for these big budget monster whopper movies... You know, spend two hundred, two hundred fifty million dollars to produce like Transformers and stuff like that mm-hmm. are probably either going to go the way of the dodo, or they're going to shift so that. And this is just their opinion, but it's going to shift so that you'll have to <clears throat> pay more to watch movies that ha- have cost more to make. Right. So Transformers might cost you twenty five dollars to go see. They're basically saying that the entire movie industry is a dare. Yeah. <laughs> like. Uh, all these movies well that cost like $200 million and stuff like that, that they're basically upping the ante until it breaks. That like, yeah. They're just throwing money at these things until it gets to the point where it's not sustainable anymore. And their basic point is that like one of these summers, and I feel like I, I would have... I would have thought this would have already happened with yeah. some of the quote-unquote summer blockbusters that have come out. And- but the the idea is that one of these summers, they're going to bet wrong on spending $250 million on you know four or five movies, and they're going to tank, and that will completely destroy the movie business as we know it. Is basically what they're saying, and these guys would know. I mean, they're they know what's going on up close and personal. So yeah, I mean, how many Marvel movies? How many? How many? You know, what's the other one? Marvel. Um, you know, Batman. Well, that's uh, that's yeah. The Same other thing. comic, yeah, company. DC comics. DC. There we go. Yeah, you know, yeah. all these comic. They all have like sequels and prequels. Like yeah. I read, I read. Uh, I mean, at some point, at some point, the bottom. They're basically writing the movie, the 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 comic book movie. Uh, yeah. To the, the glue factory, basically. Yeah. I mean, I, I read today Marvel is tossing around the idea of making a prequel to Spider-Man, which is about the life of, wait for it, Aunt May. <laughs> Peter's aunt. Who? Well, surrogate aunt, I think. Okay, so that could be the one that brings it down, man. Yeah, um, I'm, so they're going to spend like $300 million making a movie about Aunt May. 
Uh, and going to make about ten. Yeah, so... <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I keep wondering when the superhero movie is going to run its course. Mm. And I think the more and more they stra- they kind of stretch to find... I, but I thought, you know, like... Um, Guardians of the Galaxy? Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy was a stretch. But I wouldn't watch that. And I, I don't typically go to the theater even to watch the big blockbuster movies. But I wouldn't watch that. And I actually really did enjoy that. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. And that was like a newer comic that yeah. no one had ever heard of. and. Yeah. I watched the trailer for it. I was like, this looks terrible. And it started getting really good reviews. And I was like, well, maybe you should go check it out. And it actually turned out to be pretty good. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I, I really want to. Um, but yeah. But, I, yeah. So anyway, uh, there, the other thing that they were saying is basically the new model will be movies will stay in theaters for literally over a year. Like a year and a half. And they will be like... Thirty dollars for the the big blockbuster yeah. movie, you know, like that seems to go weird. see. Why why would anybody pay for that in the modern age? Of, I don't know. I, it's your only option, I guess. I don't know. I mean, as the price, I'm mean, think of it this way: as home viewing experiences get cheaper and better, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're getting ultra high def TVs coming out now that aren't that expensive. Yeah, sounds better. Sounds better. Yeah. I mean, you can everything is better. Mm-hmm. You know, why would you go blow thirty bucks on a movie that you can? Stream, yeah, you know. Well, and here's the thing that there's this other company that is outside of that. You know, there's three or four big like conglomerates that have all the theaters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's this company called Alamo Draft House, which I've talked to you about. Right. It's in Kansas City. It was started in Austin. They're they're all over the country. They go and buy bankrupt theater, you know, legit theaters that are bankrupt or going out of business, and they go redo them in a different style. But right. I mean, what they do is they like they have the blockbusters. But then they also have, like, their own film company where they re-release, like, old films that maybe didn't, you know, maybe didn't, like, like a 70s film that was never, like, super popular, but it's kind of cool and cultish. You know what Weird. I mean? Okay. Yeah. So they find stuff like that. They, they, they produce independent films that they show in their theaters as well. So they're, mm. kind, of, they're kind of, like, producing and, and you know, creating the, the actual Very product like themselves. Underground. And then, like, on top of that, they remake all of them so they can sell drinks, like, alcohol drinks full-on food, you know, oh, all, that whole deal. You know what I mean? Like, you can have or- popcorn order to your seat. Uh, you know, stuff like that. I feel like that's the way that the theaters should be going because you make a lot more money. I mean, when I'm sitting down there, I'm tempted to order popcorn in a way that I'm not... Because <laughs> you got a menu right in front of you and it's like, oh, you can you can order a beer and you can order some popcorn and they'll come deliver it to you, you know, during the movie. Or you can get nachos or whatever, you know. Oh, so, yeah. I mean... Every time I go there, I want to buy something. Right. And, of course, it's not cheap. Like, it's super expensive. Right. You're paying for the convenience. And so they make good money off that. I mean, I don't know what the figures on it are, but I assume it's way higher than just having a normal concession stand. Well, and the other thing, too, is that they're they're hitting all of the facets of the movie. Yeah. They're making it. They're making the movies. They're producing them. Yeah. They're selling them. Mm -hmm. They're getting you to go to their theaters and buy food and drink there, which makes a lot of money. Yeah. The the margins on food and drink is really high. I mean, yeah. food, concessions basically. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. So I think that's pretty interesting. I wonder if if this started happening, if they would, if that's kind of what they're gearing up for, man. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. If it was like in, if there was, I'm just thinking of the movie theater in town, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to spend thirty bucks. Yeah. To sit in a, you know. Yeah. Pretty. I, I would just wait. Subpar. Yeah. You know. I would just wait. But here's the other thing to think about too: is mm-hmm. like think about Netflix. Yep. So. When they started out doing the streaming stuff, they had none of the big, big name movies. They still don't, for the most part. Right. I mean, none of the big name movies are on Netflix. Right. Everybody has a Netflix account. Yeah. Because they enjoy, you know, the experience of what you know, watching movies at home. Even if it's not like some movie that they go to like 
I'm, you know, I saw the commercial for it. I'm really excited about going to see. It's like, oh, this looks like an interesting movie. I'll watch this. Right. So what if you had theaters then out there that were actually doing more indie films hmm? and for a cheaper budget, and then giving people the option to see maybe movies that they didn't have the opportunity to see before. That was the whole point of the article. Is they were saying that. Steven Spielberg was saying, look, I'm Steven Spielberg. And <laughs> you I, may know me. <laughs> I couldn't get Lincoln made. Like, he said that he huh. he almost had to take it to HBO because he just kept, he could not get somebody to invest enough to make the movie. So, but he was like, I'm Steven Spielberg. You'd think that if I showed up and said, like, here's my new movie, they would just, you know, he's not being a jerk about it. He's yeah. just saying, like... He, he understands his place like, in the film industry. For him, like, in, versus an indie filmmaker, for right. him to take that risk is... You know, it's it's pretty lofty. So anyway, the whole point is that, uh, they, and I've been hearing about this too. That supposedly the the music or the movie industry is on the verge of betting too much on the table with how much they're putting on these movies and expecting them to always pay out. Yeah. You know, uh, before they they take it too far. You know, seems like this is a lot like VC. Yeah. And that's really pretty much what it is. It's a VC model. Like, yeah, you, you throw a bunch of money in different places, and then you, and then you have for the big payoff. The big payoff for yeah. one of them, you know, covers all the expenses. And then, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway. I don't know. Time will tell, Glenn. I don't know. Maybe we should go in the movie business. Yeah, Gentleman Productions. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. It would be. Hmm. So maybe we could uh, get into that. Hmm. The Gentleman Draft House. Yes. Um, okay, Glenn, let's move on to the next uh, thing that was posted at gentleman.com that we're going to talk about. Uh, this is pretty awesome and frightening. At the same time, this was posted by our good, 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 great. Excellent. Friend. Wonderful. Uh, Zamoose. Uh, classic. Legendary gentleman poster. Mm-hmm. Appreciate him. Uh, every day I'm on the site. Mm. Uh, but anyway, Glenn, uh, this is entitled Swiss Cyclist Francois. I don't know how to Yeezy? say it. Yeezy? Uh Reaches 275 or 207 miles per hour on a rocket-powered bicycle. Yes, um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. Uh, no, uh, so this is uh, they have a video of it. It's just a little short story about how this guy attained a speed of 207 miles per hour on a rocket-powered bicycle um, on a test run on a test track, obviously. Um, but he rode. <laughs> I love how they describe it. A lightly modified bicycle. Yeah, yeah, no. It's pretty slightly it's, it's modified. It's like a Huffy you get at Walmart. Right. And then they just put a hydrogen peroxide rocket on it. Um, and, yeah. This is the cra- this is maybe one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Like, I'm trying to think of things. There, there, there's so many things. Okay. So that, that he looks like he's not even. I mean, he's, he's wearing eighteen. Yeah, and he's wearing a. a he's just like wearing a racing jumpsuit or something like that. I mean, yeah, and a helmet, but it just doesn't seem like it's anywhere close to enough. What, what I don't get is how does it, so the, the, there's a, the, in the video he races a Porsche. Well, mm-hmm. he does a lot of things, but one of them he races a Porsche, mm-hmm. and it's hilarious. Like taking it off the line, it's like the Porsche is moving. It's like my grandma's driving the Porsche. Like, so, yeah, the thing he just is, destroys the it. bicycle is so light, right? At that, with that power, it said it, it got to 207 miles per hour in 4.8 seconds, which is a typical zero to 60 time yeah. for a fast car. Uh, I, I, how does the one of my many questions about this is how does the bike not just like fly, fly into the up? air? I don't know. I really maybe because the I don't know maybe the angle of the rocket's pointed down or something to keep it on the ground. It, they they had like a GoPro cam from the front of it, what it looked like driving on it. It was totally terrifying, man. It was absolutely <laughs> terrifying. I don't care how seasoned you are as a rocket 
<laughs> the bicyclist. Bicyclist. <laughs> it's still scary, man. You're you know, still going 200 miles an hour on a freaking bicycle. Like, in yeah. The other thing, too, that I just don't understand either is, like, I can imagine how hard it would be to drive a car going 200 miles an hour. A bike. A yeah. bike with tires, like, not, not even as wide as my hand. Yeah. Like, how does it not tip over? How does he not fall and die a horrible, painful death? I don't And that's the thing. One little accidental turn of that little wheel, and you are... I mean, that that's that's game over, man. You're yeah. done for. There's a rock. Oh, there's a rock. Oops. Yeah. Seriously. Well, you don't even have reaction time. I mean, how would you be able to dodge anything? Like, say, a, let's say a dog runs out on the track. How can you stop? <laughs> yeah, there's no way. You would... Maybe there's a parachute? I mean, I, I don't, don't know. know. Uh, but what's funny is, too, is at the very end of the... the at the very end of the run, the ambulance shows up. But, of course, it's like, I mean, I want to say, like, two minutes after he stopped. Because he went so fast. Yeah, it's like they couldn't get there until, you know. So, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so, Francois, well done, man. Lightly I, modified. To, yeah, lightly modified. Huffy. Bicycle. Uh, that's not something I'm going to be doing anytime soon, Glenn. No. Um nor hopefully anyone I know. This guy has got to be a complete maniac. And he looks... <laughs> yes. My hat's off to him, man. That's something I could never, ever... I'm sure it's an incredible thrill. It's something I could never, ever, ever do. I will never find out if it's an incredible thrill. Right? Neither will I, Glenn. I'm just going to assume. Some things in life you don't have to do to I'm find I'm going to take it on Francois' uh, word there. Yeah, exactly, Glenn. But... Okay. Crazy nonetheless. And... Yeah. Well done, Zamoose. Good find. Our next tech that we're going to feature yeah. is uh, added by a man. I w- well, I don't know if it's a man. I'm pretty sure he's a man. The avatar looks like a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it may not even be him. But I'm digging myself a hole here. Yes, you are. <laughs> added by El Sueco. El Sueco. Quickly becoming one of... He's, he's a... You can't ignore this guy. Renaissance man. Renaissance oh. man. All mm-hmm. over, all over, gentlemen. All over yeah. the site. Post great story. Great story. It's like a lot of news stories, right? Like kind of interesting news. Yeah, content. he's got a nose for the uh, uncanny. I like for how, the oddball and I like how every every specific poster on gentleman has a very particular kind of subset of stories that they right. find. You mm-hmm. know, El Suecos are always really interesting kind of uh, newsworthy items that are from around the around the world of of interesting stuff and notable and notable. Um, so. Anyway, yeah. So this is uh, yeah this 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 one's titled "Stormtrooper Eats Roadkill to Survive a Nine Thousand Kilometer Trek Across Australia." Brian, you have been to Australia and lived there. Mm-hmm. Where do we begin with this? So this guy, um, where did he start out from? Um, I want to say so. This guy starts out in South Australia. I want to say it's. Um, or no, he's start. He's he's going from Melbourne to all the way. He's doing a complete. Yeah, he's going around. He's going around. Uh, to walk around the edge of the continent, back around to Melbourne to meet back with his family. Uh, it's a nine thousand kilometer. Um, and he's doing it by himself. Yes, solitary. Sorry, he's already walked nine thousand kilometers. He's still got fifteen. Uh, he's still got yes. a total of fifteen thousand kilometers to go. Okay, that but is... not only is he walking across Australia in crazy heat. I mean, it's the summer there right now, right? So, um, you know, or it's starting to be. It's getting close to summer right there. It's spring right now, but um, he's doing it in a stormtrooper outfit. Yes, and I, 
Right. Can you imagine the chafing that would go on? It's a full-on, legit stormtrooper outfit. And you might be asking yourself the same question that I was when I read about that. It was, why in the world is this guy dressed up in a stormtrooper outfit walking across Australia? Turns out it's for a very good, noble reason. Yeah. Apparently, he's a part of a, a specific charity that does different things dressed up in Star Wars costumes that gain attention and, and money and donations for children's charities. He has all kinds of stories about he's gone through like four pairs of shoes, he's eaten bats, snakes. Snakes. He basically just can eat whatever he finds on the way. Uh, it's a crazy... There's kangaroos? A lot, he's eaten kangaroos? There's a lot of <laughs> dangerous animals and stuff like that in Australia. I mean, a lot. Especially he's wearing protective gear. Once you, he's probably got a blaster. So <laughs> No, but I mean, there's a lot of, but you know, this reminds me a lot of, I was actually, there's a movie coming out about this, this girl, but in the, there's a girl in the seventies or there's a woman in the seventies that actually traveled through the desert in Australia, which is even more incredible because by herself, uh, in the middle of the country, she, in Alice Springs, which is like in the middle of Australia, she walked with camels from uh, Alice Springs to the coast of Western Australia. Wow. By herself. Western Australia is pretty brutal, right? Well, the whole thing, in the middle of the country, which is where Alice Springs is, is all desert. Okay. I mean, it's all one big desert. It's, I mean, Australia is the size of U.S., so imagine starting in Kansas and walking, walking to California, to California <laughs> except it's all desert and it's like 100 degrees out, you know? Huh. Kind of, uh, that's that's pretty incredible. But anyway, she did that in the 70s. She did an article for New- National Geographic, and she basically just said she did it because she wanted to do it. Like, she didn't have any training in it or anything like that. I don't know. I don't know, man. Wow. Um, but anyway, uh, I, who knows what possesses people to do stuff like this? I mean, I appreciate that it's for a good cause, but at the same time, it just seems like a little bit... Isn't there something else you could do? <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a more efficient way... And he's going to be gone for 18 months, and he has three kids. Okay, but here's the did thing. His, what did his wife say? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, let me get this straight. I, I know you're... I, I'm on board with the raising money for the kids, right? For charities, but... You okay. know, I... I yeah. uh, <laughs> so, I, I also just saw this at the end. I thought it was the same guy, but apparently this is a different guy. It said, amazingly, this isn't the first Australian to attempt such a task. <laughs> 21-year-old Jacob French walked a more manageable 5,000 kilometers from Perth to Sydney in 2012, also dressed as a stormtrooper. Wow. So maybe it's a thing. You know, maybe they just, it's, it must be, I don't know, maybe it's a thing that they do. I don't know, know, man. This is, Australians are crazy. (sighs) Crazy like a fox, Glenn. $100,000 for children's charities. Man. Um, okay, Glenn. Well, I get you know maybe maybe we need to dress up as stormtroopers and go do some stuff. <laughs> okay, I don't know what that would I, be. I, I we can't either. just rip it out, rip it off straight off. We can't walk around America doing that. No, you know? um, I don't know. But that's got to be hard. So so warm out there and wearing an outfit like that, it would be miserable. It doesn't look breathable. <laughs> it does not look. You got a mask on your face. I mean. Uh, I bet after, you know, the first few months, it started to smell a little bit, too. 
He probably just like when he gets when he sees somebody coming, he probably like, throws the throws the costume on. Gonna put my yeah. And then other than that, he's just kind of he's in jogging shorts. Yeah, just naked. Yeah, that's what I would be. hundred degrees Ugh. in the desert. And actually, no, I wouldn't because then things would burn. Man. Well, anyway, I don't know. There's just no way to get no good way to do it, Glenn. There's no good way about it. <laughs> um, okay. Well, uh, you know, I, I salute uh, Scott Loxley um, for trying to valiantly raise some funds for child charities mm-hmm. in a stormtrooper outfit. Yeah, it's he's a bigger man than me. Yes, and me. Um, okay, Glenn. Well, that was some interesting posts from gentleman.com from the last week or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, good stuff this week. Uh, thanks for posting all the stuff, guys. Thanks to everybody we didn't even feature on the podcast episode because we check it out every day. We love all the stuff, and yes. so does the rest of the community. They love it all too. So, yeah. uh, if you're a poster at gentleman.com, uh, keep up the great work. That's right. That's right. Um, okay, Glenn. So time for the gentleman toast for this week, right? Um, and this week, Glenn, uh, and we're going to start, we're going to, you know, it's hard, you know, sometimes we're, we're toasting somebody that unfortunately passed away. It's kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this week we're, we're doing something a little bit different. Yes. We're, we're toasting, you know, a different, I'm throwing a different concept in there, Glenn. Okay. Um, I want to toast, uh, something that just recently had their 45th anniversary. Really? Okay. So <clears throat> an institution oh. of America. Oh, what could, let me see here. Walmart? <laughs> not quite. <laughs> okay. I think they've been around a little bit longer. Maybe not. I don't know. How long has Walmart been around? I don't think so, actually. Well, I don't know. I don't know. That sounds... Maybe I that's don't, I'm right. not... I'm I, not, not I'm, I have a, few, a computer in front of me. I'm still not going to look it up. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's cheating, Glenn. You can't do that. <laughs> 50 years. That's uh, what I would say. Okay. So, Glenn, I want to toast Sesame Street. Right. Um, Sesame Street Sesame. just came out in 1969, November 10th, 1969. Um, was the first time it aired. Right, so um, yesterday. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, you know, everybody knows what Sesame Street is, but, uh, you know, I've read a bunch of stuff about that because I just, I thought, you know, that's really cool, you know, 45th anniversary of a show. I mean, there you go right there. Like, that's pretty impressive. 45 years running a, a television right. show. I mean, that's really hard to do. I was reading something where they said, like, 100 episodes is, like, the, the gold standard for, like, a successful TV show. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know how many episodes Sesame Street has made, but there's a ton of them. Thousand? Uh, but anyway, and, you know, the great thing about Sesame Street, too, is, like, I went and I was watching some of the newer skits, because I haven't seen it since I was a kid, you know, or whatever. Sure. And they're still, like, I, I watched a couple of them, and they still made me laugh. Yeah. Like, I was still laughing today at some of the ones that they just made, like... You know, two months ago or something. It's a great formula. Like they bring in celebrities and mm-hmm. people who you know just come in and they're clever. Yeah, they're still really clever and mm-hmm. kind of fun. They kind of have that great model where they're they're fun for the parents who right. have to be in the same room, right? And they're fun for the kids. Yeah, you know? so. exactly. Yeah, I I would love to. I'd be totally fine with sitting there and watching Sesame Street for a right. long time. You know, I, right. It's it's entertaining. There um, are worse ways to spend your time. But then anyway, historically, like. It, they actually had like a the idea for it took like three years from the time that they started talking about it until the time that they could execute it huh. and the whole idea was based around can we make television into something that is educational and that it's crazy to think about now because it's like oh it's a no brainer like yeah Sesame Street and blah 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 but they didn't know at the time it was just it was kind of a silly right. medium you know if you think right. about what was on television back then you know it was like westerns mm-hmm. and you know, sitcoms and, you know, a lot of the stuff we have today, but in a much more, there was no PBS, there was no, right. 
you know, educational television was not a thing that existed. There was Mr. Rogers, which predated Sesame Street slightly, hmm. but not, it, you know, it wasn't like it is today. So, I mean, a lot of the children's programming that we have now that's based around education and, and the ideas and, and all the stuff we know about using television as a way to educate people is basically based on Sesame Street and the success that they've had with it. So they really broke new ground there. They also helped PBS actually establish itself as a network Prior to that, PBS wasn't really a thing. Oh, man. And My childhood would have been... It was one of their early big successes that really kind of catapulted them into being a legit, like, so, you know... No Bob Ross. No no Julia Child. Yeah. No, uh... No Bob Ross. No... (laughs) Reading Rainbow? Reading Rainbow. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Uh, Magic School Bus, I think, was on PBS. Everything. No, um... There'd be no uh, Austin City Limits. Austin City Limits. Uh, Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Not Rider. Right. No Austin writer. City Limits. No Austin City Limits. I've just yeah, saying. Yeah. I know. It's an I, important show to me. We've been. I know. We've been. It's an oh. important show. So without that, Glenn, without PBS, I mean, we wouldn't. We wouldn't be here. Yeah. Think of it this way, Brian. I kind of see some parallels between PBS and Gentlemen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, excuse me, Sesame Street. And Sesame Street. Okay. Gotcha. So you said that up. Yeah, up until it took them three years to formulate their plan mm-hmm. because they just didn't know, right? <laughs> there was nothing out there like this. Yeah, it's true. It's true. They were like, I mean, it's like us, like, you know, we, we know there's websites out there where you can, like, post links, and, right. you know, get image grabbing content and things right. like that. Right. But there's nowhere that's manly. That's right. That's right. And so we didn't know. Is it possible to can have we, a manly. Can we do this? A manly website that. Yeah, I don't know. It's still it's a bold experiment, Glenn. You know what I mean? It is. I like to think that forty five seasons from now we'll still be on the air. <laughs> Thousand episodes. <laughs> forty five seasons. Yeah. I hope somebody else is filming it for we me. We just <laughs> yeah, we just completed season one of the Gentleman Podcast. <laughs> forty four more to go. <laughs> Ooh, we might get boring. Uh, I think we're already past that. Glenn. Yeah, it's true. Hell, the toast this week. <laughs> Uh, what? what did you say, Brian? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, anyway, Glenn, well, that, that'll be interesting. <coughs> right. Uh, yeah. to, to Sesame Street. To Sesame Street. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Good job, Sesame Street. Oh, and started... Wasn't it Jim Henson that started it? Or was it just his? No, it wasn't. It was his, his, his creative stuff. Okay. So it wasn't... He was involved with... The, they basically said that hey, early on, they, they were convinced that they had to get him to do the puppet side of things because good call i mean yeah if you're doing puppets you don't want to go to like right. uh, you know well i used you know who's that guy that did howdy duty yeah that's right yeah. nobody knows <laughs> we couldn't get jim henson so yeah. we had to settle you know fraggle rock yeah uh let's see what else has he done muppets yeah uh, that's yeah. all you need fraggle yeah. rock and the muppets if i had that on my resume fraggle rock was such a trippy show it was man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh um anyway so yeah Sesame Street, well done. Groundbreaking. Still breaking ground. Still making me laugh. I watched um, the Bob Ross with with my... Well, my youngest daughter was sleeping. Uh, and so I... Have you watched Sesame Street with, with uh, Penny? With yet? Penny? Yeah. Yeah. yeah she, she enjoys them. It's not, not as well as like other shows. Yeah. But I, I imagine there's a lot more competition out there now. There know? is. But Sesame Street's come a long way, too. Yeah. It has. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I've, we told the story in the podcast where... 
uh, I think it was maybe a, hot, a, a mail button, a mail button, a mail button, <laughs> a, a mail, <laughs> a mail bag about um, sk- freakiest memories, something like that, from, as you're a kid. Okay, yeah. And one of them for me was a Sesame uh, Sesame Street skit mm. where there's a grapefruit that sings um, some opera, <laughs> and like it, it, uh, it has like these eye, like it, I don't, I remember what it's called, but. The opera, or whatever, but like I, I had nightmares about this thing because it's just seeing it, it's a normal grapefruit, and then all these, it's like the stop uh, motion. Um, oh yeah, you know? so like which all, is kind of creepy. All these things, uh, all these like normal everyday objects, kind of converge on this grapefruit and it has mm-hmm. eyes and a mouth, and all of a sudden it's like got eyelashes and like oh, okay. singing, and like the mouth is like, and it, yeah. it's just it, it did a number on me. Yeah, it, I was never the same. I never yeah. looked at fruit the same. <laughs> the citrus ones, especially. Yeah. You always got to keep an eye on those. That's correct. Um, okay, Glenn. Well, all right. Mm. Well, great fruits aside, I would say they 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 do a pretty good job. I concur. <sighs> okay, Glenn. Well, um, that means it's time for the uh, hot button topic, topic. Uh, for this week. And this week, Glenn, we. Um, sure. Yeah, I will take one of those. Okay. Uh, this week, Glenn. Uh, Amazon continues to baffle, to baffle, to push the envelope. Some say to amaze, to, uh, disappoint, to <laughs> uh, you know maybe possibly do things that almost seem like a satire. It's really hard to interpret because it's okay. Here's the thing: every week I go to Amazon.com. Oh yeah, okay, you know, and I'm just showing up there to naively like buy something. You know what I mean, like. Whatever I need that. Wait, okay. So you go there with a purpose. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I thought you were like, like look, I just go to Amazon. I gotta I buy to get, something. I need to get a bag of rubber bands. So I go to Amazon.com <laughs> and I go to look at it on the front page. Are like big, you know, huge poster size announcement. We just made this new thing. Like, yeah. would you like to buy it? Check you know. And so anyway, their latest one that they just did is called the Echo. Mm-hmm. And what what is the Echo, Glenn? I. I I'm still trying to figure this out, but basically it's Siri, Siri, or, or the other Google, Android, Google Now, the, Google yeah, Now. Is it Google? Google Now. Uh, what is the Android one? Is it Android? I think it's Google. Android. T- yeah. No, it's it's Google. Because you say like, "Hey Google." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Google Now. I okay. think that's what it's called. But okay. anyway, um, and what it is is it's a device that has Siri or Google Now or whatever you want to call it. Voice in in, in a a. a, a in like disconnected cylinder. from your phone. Yeah, in a cylinder that you set on your table. It's like a Bluetooth speaker with Siri. So I can't decide about this if this is actually really cool or really stupid. Like I can't. Let me I help can't. you, Brian. <laughs> what do you have in your pocket at all times? Uh, a pocket knife. The, right. Next to my house. <laughs> right. Uh, you have you have a phone which can do the same thing. Right. Now I will say, okay, so the device is. Really simple. It plays music based mm-hmm. on your voice commands. Yeah. Just like, hey, uh, what's it called? I don't know what they call Alexa. it. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Alexa. Uh, what's four plus seven? Right. You know, and it'll tell you, which is pretty cool. Oh, so we could do MTS? Calculate. Yeah, so yeah. Get, like, hey, Alexa, what's the MTS for uh, Breckenridge uh, okay. Christmas sale? Hey, Alexa, Glenn rated... Hey, <laughs> Glenn rated the Breckenridge 7.5. I rated it 7.7. Could you run the NTS scale calculations on that? Sure, you morons. (laughs) It's 7.6. So, yeah, play music, uh, ask it questions from Wikipedia. 
Um, weather. Uh, I don't know. Music? But they're like, here's the thing. Here's my thing, right? That's cool. You know, I think that's probably worth about 30 to $50. Okay. They're selling for $200 a piece. Well, not if you're a Prime member, Glenn. If you're a Prime member, it's $99. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. See, now, now you really can't. No. Let, let's reverse your... No. no. Oh. Still not buying it. Okay. I mean, what a... The only useful... I mean, for me, the only useful application is the music. Glenn, let me tell you why you're wrong. Okay. 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 I want to hear this, Brian. Uh, I I put myself on the list to say, sign me up. I will order <laughs> one of these. If, if you... Are you serious? I am. I'm very serious You're going to get it. one? Thank you for your request. If selected, you will receive an email with an invitation to purchase in the coming weeks, Glenn. You're serious? 100 bucks. It's 100 bucks. Okay. So, yes, Siri is Yes, okay. Yes, Siri is on my phone mm-hmm. now. I never use Siri. I just don't I don't when I'm on my phone, if I need something, I look up I, I like go to Google Maps. I'm like I don't say, Siri, can you give me directions to blah, blah, blah. I say, like, I'm going to go to Google Maps. If I'm going to text somebody, I don't say, like, hey, Siri, can you text blah, blah, blah. I go to the – because, like, if I have my phone out, I'm ta- – you know, whatever. But when you're around your house and you, you know, whatever, like, instead of, like, play, you know, play this playlist, play this album, play, you know, whatever, set this alarm, um, you know, whatever. It's basically a multifunction that would be fun. device. Set this alarm. What's the weather today? It's a multifunction device that I think could be useful. And the other thing is it says that if this is the only, like, the first iteration of it. It'll, like, auto-update with new features and new app integrations and stuff like that. So it'll improve. This is, the, like, the basic model of it. Plus, here's the thing. Okay. I've been looking at Sonos wireless speakers, you know, and stuff like uh... that. This thing is like a legit wireless Sonos thing for a hundred bucks. Plus, it does a lot more. Wait, wait. So it'll interface with Sonos speakers? No, 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 no. But it does a similar thing. It uses okay. Amazon Music Store to play music, um, and it, it'll probably support audio okay. at some point. Doesn't yet, but I think it will. Uh, so, I mean, it's already a wireless speaker. I can use it as alarm clock, basically. There's, it's. I just think it would be interesting to have. Plus, I just I like new crap like that. You know what I mean? Like, there it is. Got to test it. I wanna I wanna see what it's like. I mean, being a web developer and stuff like that, I wanna get a hold of new technology like this. Just even if it sucks, even if it's stupid, even if it's the dumbest thing ever, like mm-hmm. it still makes makes me think about new new different like technologies and what could what could possibly mm-hmm. be around the corner. So I don't know, man. This is one of those things that is either really smart and forward thinking or it's the dumbest thing ever and you know I'm we'll gonna, find out I'm gonna go to like the local Goodwill and there'll be like 10 of these in a rack yeah. somewhere you know what I mean like, it's like it's like Chumbawamba CDs yeah like, exactly uh, like you oh you've got Neko no we're not taking any more of those <laughs> no 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 just, just yeah. throw it in the trash yeah no um yeah and you have your house is connected with uh like Nest you know thermostats mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm probably, starting. I'm starting to get way into this stuff. Yeah, you're you're knee deep. Yeah. So the whole connected thing. Think about it for me. All right. I get where that would be useful. Mm-hmm. That could be useful. Yep. But it it kind of feels like well okay. The thing for me is Brian. That thing. Is always listening. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Right. So, it, that is weird. It, it creeps me out. I mean, even if it's not, if you even it's totally, you know, I just ugh. okay, and it's all connected. So, and here's the thing too. Ugh. I was looking at I'm at you know Black Friday deals coming right up. Oh yeah, I'm looking at Xbox One. Uh, good deals on Xbox One. I want to get it with a Connect. You know, whatever. Here's the thing. 
The Kinect is an HD camera that's on all the time, and you set it on top of your TV. Okay? <laughs> so I was looking you at... You mean like while, the, while it's on, it's on? Well, I mean, technically, it's connected to the internet and everything like that. It could turn on at any time. You know, if... You know, it's not supposed to do anything. But it's a camera that's live, ready to go, you know, all the time. And it's online, which means anybody could... I mean, right. in theory, well, could I mean, be hacked. Theory. Yeah, so it's funny because I was looking at... I think the the thing that you mounted on the television with, and it actually comes with a protective sleeve that you can slip over the camera so that if you're self-conscious about having a camera always on you, you can cover it up so it can't see all the time. You know what I mean? Same thing with the audio. I mean, it's like, it's, it's always a live mic right there. It, it, there is something weird about that. You know how, like, you think... Oh, this yeah. isn't recording anything or whatever. And then, like, ten months later, all of a sudden, there's like... Hey, is that light on? It's like audio... Is that red light on? Like, audio surfaces of you, you know... It's like a horror movie. Oh, yeah, you're right. That is something. The other thing about this is, Glenn, that it's got to be executed perfectly. Yeah. Because sometimes when you're talking to Siri... The reason mm-hmm. why I don't use Siri mm-hmm. is because I pull out the phone. I'm like, hey, Siri, can you text message Glenn that blah, blah, blah? And they're like, you want to order a pizza? Sure. <laughs> what well, kind yes, of pizza I do, do you that- want? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. well, okay, Siri. Yeah. You, you force my hand. But, I mean, that's the thing is that it's not – I mean, it's pretty good for what it is. Mm-hmm. It's still not there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yep. if they have a really good implementation of it and it just works like they advertise, I would probably use it more. Well, there's, yeah. another, there's another thing to talk about, Brian. How they advertise. How do they advertise this uh, wonderful piece of technology? Uh, with a great, a really good um, ad by a top-notch ad agency, I believe. <laughs> the ad is... It's very it's very reminiscent of the Android Wear ad that we threw under the bus. R- we, actually, we ran over it, yeah, and then we threw we it reverse, up. made sure we ran over it, and then yeah. ran over it again. Yeah, exactly. Um, because it was a stupid ad. Yeah, we could do the same thing with this. And ad this ad is terrible as well. By the uh, same agency. This is—it's not the same agency. Oh, it's not. I thought it was, but it's uh, not. But this ad is basically a fictional family, and it's centered around like the dad, and he, like he's explaining the technology. Hey guys, check out what I got from Amazon. Yeah, he's explaining how the technology <laughs> works to his kids, and then like you know, it's just terrible. Like it's so bad. It's it's really really it's really long too. It's really it's like ten minutes long or something like that. I mean, they're really trying to convince you that you need to get one of these things. You know. Um, so yeah, I, I could see where it'd be cool for like, hey Alexa, turn the temperature up two degrees, right? Or you know, yeah, hey lock the front door. I could see that. I could see it going in that direction because yeah. it has the voice component that a lot of these things yep. don't. You yep. know, so it definitely could be a smart like hub for home connected devices, which could be really cool. And and also, Brian, you don't bet against Jeff Bezos. It's true, man. That guy just keeps keeps cranking them out. The hits keep coming. But the thing about Amazon is they do everything. They, like, find out what other people are doing, and they just do it. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, there's, like, the Amazon, like, they have, like, a, what's the, um, you know, Groupon. They have, like, an Amazon Groupon. Amazon Local or whatever. They have, like, yeah. fashion stores that are, like, yeah. you know, it's, they just, whatever market, they just get into it. It doesn't matter, man. Because because they're, inevitably, they will have people that shop there. Exactly. Because it's Amazon. Yeah, they just funnel people to their, yeah. you know, things. And, like tons of tentacles everywhere and like even the cloud computing thing they're all involved with that like we run our stuff mm, yeah some of our stuff runs on amazon's platform you know stuff right. like that so uh, you know it's i don't know it is kind of crazy 
So anyway, I don't know, Glenn. I'm, I'm, I've signed up to order one. So if they, if they, if I get the call, if I get the email, I'm, I'm clicking buy, man. I thought it was two hundred bucks. A hundred dollars is. Is it two hundred for non non prime? For non prime is two hundred bucks. Okay. For for prime members, it's a hundred bucks. Okay. So they pulled the old. Did you order the uh, the Amazon stick? Not yet. Okay. I want to. The, it's ex- the deal's expired for not for prime uh, members. What? What was it? Forty dollars for non prime and t- uh, twenty bucks for yeah for it's half. Uh, yeah. So I, I I picked up one of those. It was a, it was a one night or two day thing. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought they were just yeah. oh. so basically Amazon created a Chromecast, except it was cheaper than a Chromecast and better than a Chromecast. Right. And it was nineteen bucks for prime members. So I was like, nineteen bucks is a no brainer. That's like nothing, yep. man. That's like two six packs. So buy it. You yeah. Know? It got me with the Echo, too, man. If I could have clicked buy, I probably would have. I don't know. So, anyway. We're going to find out. Time will tell, Glenn. I'm excited to see this experiment, Ryan. Yeah, well, you know, maybe I, if he, Bezos would get off his, his butt and get his get his stuff in gear. I don't like it when they release these products and they're like, sign up for the email address and then, you know, six months later, we'll get in touch with you. It's probably, oh, man. Well, they, they probably want to get it out the door as quickly as possible so that they can, uh, yeah. Sell units before it's actually the, the tech is all ironed out. You know what they need? To, what they're doing is they're like they get your account and then they like go through all your stuff, like all your online dealings. They search through all your text messages and all that stuff. Look, I'm putting my tinfoil hat on here, Glenn. No, but it's they've got to do a, a data data analysis on you to pick, figure out if you're a good candidate for this for this technology. And if you are, probably actually, there's probably some truth to that. <laughs> it could be, man. Think about all the data that rolls through Amazon every day. How much they know about every person. Well, even when just buying stuff on Amazon, they know a lot about my buying habits, you know, like what my interests are, all that stuff. Hey man, the receipt doesn't lie. <laughs> That's you true. You could say you're not into herbology. <laughs> but your three books no, that I you do bought not on the like subject. Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah? Who bought Justify? <laughs> Who bought <laughs> Beebs for dweebs. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't know, Glenn. Well, I'll report back. I'll try that and report back. Okay. Um, once I, I, I get I need to know. Bezos, if you're listening, I'm sure you are. Yep. Give me my Echo. I signed up. <laughs> Give me the Echo. Come on, man. Yeah. I'll talk about it on the show. I'm, I'm behind it. Come yeah. On. Send it over in a drone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be even better. <laughs> right now. <laughs> you hear that outside, bro? <laughs> Okay, Glenn. Yeah. Uh, all right. So it's time for the final segment of the show already. That's right. Episode 34, mm-hmm. the end game part of the show. Last week, Glenn, we talked about if there, if there is any brand that you uh, tend to avoid. Right. Uh, so Sorry, Glenn, I'm flipping through the letters here. Yeah, okay. Go. Yeah, flip through the... That no, that one's terrible. That, that, I, was, that was a bad one. Okay. Okay. So that yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. This one. one. All right. Okay. So All right. this one is uh, okay. Well, you let me see. Okay. Okay. So this one is a. Uh, we talked about last week. <laughs> what well-known brands do you avoid? Like what? What? Yes. You know, if there's some kind of brand out there that you just can't get behind, mm-hmm. what is it? And you know why? So this week, the flip side of that, Glenn, that you know, I have in my hand right here, this letter. Asks us, well, if that's the case, then what well-known brands do you love? What well-known brands? Let's get on the positive note. Don't just tear people down. Let's talk about something right. positive that mm-hmm. you really you're behind. What, what well-known brand do you know and love? Um, let's see here. Well-known brand, uh, probably. I do. Well, this is going to be a kind of a cop-out answer. 
But that's what all we, that's all we do, Glenn. That's true. And you may have the same one. No, I, I don't think so. I, you know what? I'm an Apple fanboy. Okay. I love Apple products. That's a good one. There's yeah. a there's a few that are like I will never buy that ever. But for the most part, like whenever they come out with a new line of computers, mm-hmm. I'm filming at the mouth to get one. Mm-hmm. Not so much the phones. <clears throat> I mean, the phones are awesome, but when they come out with new, you know, MacBooks, I, I just I'm under the impression that you know Google stuff. The you know like the you know, their, their notebooks and stuff like that. Yeah. They're doing, like, the whole, like, open operating system thing, which is really cool. It's really, yeah. It's really ahead of... Excuse me. It's really ahead of its time. I'm under the impression that Windows stuff is getting way better and stuff like that. But yeah. for what I do, like, personally... Right. I love Apple's computers. I love the quality of the software and the, and the hardware that works together. Yep. There's not... It's not to say that there aren't some warts. I mean, there are definitely some oh, yeah. things that I do not like. <clears throat> but... From my experience, up until like five years ago, I'd used PCs my whole life, and then I was the most ardent, like, I don't understand why people pay more money for Apple stuff, Right. and I totally changed my mind when I bought one and I actually used it. I, man, never going back. That's I, all I have to say. Dude, I, I, have, uh, I have relatives who are, you know, total, total, you know... Um, PC, yeah, PC, PC, yeah. you know, and uh, they had the PC phones, they had PC computers, and yeah. then they got, then they got an iPad, right, with their PC phone, the PC computers, yeah. and, then, and then pretty soon they got an iPhone to go with their iPad, and then they just had a PC computer, mm-hmm. and then pretty soon they got the the MacBook, right, and it's a, it's a creeper man, because they, I mean, they're they're doing a really good job even recently with how everything integrates together, yeah, um, you know, like yeah. I, I love being able to like. See an article on, you know, whenever hit hit save uh, to uh, the reading list, mm-hmm. then that reading list is synced to my computer and yeah. vice versa to my phone. And that's it, gonna be a big thing too. I mean, as yeah. far as devices, they continue to evolve. Everybody's got all these different the size devices. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a big deal. Yeah, they do an awesome job. I mean, I you know, like I said, there's some frustrations I've definitely had with them, but I think you know it's interesting because like I have like my dad was asking me about Apple computers. And I was like, I don't think it's a good fit for you. You know, yeah, I. I because of what I like as a developer and open source technology and stuff like that, Windows doesn't fit what I do at all. I right. mean, it's the last basically thing. Not because of anything they do badly, but they follow a different paradigm as far as open source stuff goes, and it's much more challenging to work in that environment. With Apple, it's just I start up and I'm ready to go, you know, for right. the most part, you know, and so they're built on more of an open source kind of strategy as far as stuff goes and like it's all compatible with Linux and Unix which I'm really big right. into. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I get it, man. I'm I'm totally totally same way, man. But you've told me though too that you've thought about switching to an Android phone. I did. Uh, mm-hmm. but it was just it was more of an experiment. It was never like a the phone and plus the phones like I'm I'm not as tethered to Phones are a little different. Yeah, phones are a little different because you get them more yeah. frequently than you do computers. That's true. Um, it's a lower I, lower co- risk. Right. Because I mean, right. at the very most, you're going to have it for, what, like two years. Right. Huh. So anyway, uh, the point is, yeah, I, I, I'm behind it, man. I know what you're saying. Like, it, it's a cliche for sure, like the whole the, uh, the being behind Apple as a brand because it happens a lot. And I get why people don't like that. I get why people get irritated by that because I used to be one of them. Right. Right. I used to be, I used to be just like that. But... I mean, the proof's in the pudding, man. I it's like it's like test driving, you know, a Honda Civic, right? Or test driving Shelby Mustang, right? They, still, <laughs> they do the same thing, right? You get from point A to point you, B. You can, yeah, you can drive. You certainly drive either one and, and get one's your job cheaper. done, you know. But one's easier to get there. It's faster. 
and it looks way cooler doing it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's I don't know, man. Not that you look any cooler with an Apple computer. Well, no, but, you but, don't. It's it. That's that was a right, right, right. Mark. No, I mean, no, no. And that's what they get the crap for. Is that you know whatever? But the main thing, elitist bastards. Here's the thing: is like that people don't get about that, mm. and I hear this all the time. What? The specs are better on this PC. Why would you spend more right. for something that's not as good? It's not about the specs. It's <laughs> not about that at all. It's how it does it. Right. That's what matters. The integration of software and hardware. I don't care if your processor is ten percent faster than the one in my computer. You know. That's that's like that's like the Brian. The carpet in this house is like ten percent better than your carpet. Right. It's true. Just saying. I, I realized as that we were talking, I'm gonna do another brand real quick here that I I really support. Okay. And it's saddleback leather. Oh, okay. okay. And I support it for one. a couple of reasons. Saddleback leather is a um, kind of a small uh, they're getting big though, um, mm-hmm. leather company, leather manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And their tagline is they'll fight for it when you're dead. Because they have 100-year warranties on their products. Mm-hmm. And uh, the leather is, like, insane. It's, mm-hmm. like, super thick and, like, like super high quality. And it's really not that expensive products. I mean, their yeah. bags are super expensive. But yeah. but the thing I like about this company, Brian, is that this the, the guy, the main guy, he's one of those guys that, like, has a story for everything. And he's done... Like been all over the world and like done all. He's kind of like the most interesting man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and you know, like he when they started the company, it was like right over the the U.S. border in Mexico, like where it was, and so. Mm-hmm. And he, or I don't know if that's where they started, but anyway, he has all these stories about him living and like, like debating whether or not to fix the car, the windows on his car because he didn't know if they just get broken again. You know, like oh yeah, might as well just leave them open and stuff right. like that. Hmm. Anyway. So, but he's a he's a fun guy. Like they do all these weird things to promote their products. I just like companies yeah. like that that are, yeah. you know, take a lot of pride in what they do. And I feel like that's something well. that's probably just going to grow as far as like being able to get your brand out there. If it's a quality product, mm-hmm. I feel like you can probably grow it pretty well. Yeah. Um, and you know, so it's cool to see companies like that, like you said, that have a cool story and great great products, and you know. Yeah, make it into a super successful company. That's pretty awesome. All you know, probably largely based on the power of like the internet and word of mouth and all that. Right. Stuff. Very cool. hundred year warranty. Who does that? Saddleback leather. That's right. So, um, very cool. Yeah, that's good. Um, Glenn, I, mine is you know way better than yours. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Glenn, mine is uh, a little a little a little general store that people may be familiar with. Okay, called Quick Trip. Oh, this is the best convenience store, and I've probably talked about them before on yeah. the podcast. You have an affinity for Quick them. Trip is like the Porsche of convenience stores. <laughs> Same color. Uh, I mean, they uh, they always exceed my expectations. They're always friendly. They're quick. Have you ever noticed how quick the cashiers are at Quick Trip? They're, there's a reason why they're they are fast man it's not just a clever name they are fast at what they do like you go in there they're like anything else okay see you next time yeah you know every time they're super quick fountain drinks create your own vanilla coke oh. need I say more and the the one that we have here in town has this little cafe now where you go yeah. and you get pizza get all the like taquitos all these snacks whoa have you gotten quick trip pizza I haven't yet is it any okay I, I don't even know yet, if it's but good. it looks good it looks good. Taquitos. You can't. I have had taquitos yeah. there, and they are tasty, man. I'll tell you what. Sometimes when you're on the road, mm. step into a quick trip, grab a couple taquitos for the road, 
It mm. makes all the difference, man. I'm just saying. I love Quick Trip and what they do. I'm fully behind them as a company. Like, big time. I will talk to anybody about how I love Quick Trip. And if you're not going there, you need to be. I, I will go. I will seek them out. I will find where they're at in the town and go to them as opposed to, like, really? going two blocks over to whatever store. Because it's so much better. Do you they do everything stock? so much better. Do you own stock at Quick Trip? I should. I, I, maybe tomorrow I'm going to go buy some. Wow, that was insider trading here, bro. Insider trading. I mean, all the people listening to this are going to go to Quick Trip That's now. true. Stocks going to go up. You're going to catch it right I'm underneath not, it. You know, I'm not endorsing them or anything like that. Right. But, uh, yeah. No, I don't know. I but think- I, see, here's the thing. I don't know what it is besides that, though. You know, a, a, a convenience store is such a simple concept, but yep. they do everything so much better. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but I have a good experience Delightful. when I... It is delight. It's I have a good experience every time I go there. They're, su- they're you want to get in and get out, and they're fast at it. They're really good at it. They always have multiple clerks yep. working the whole time. Some places will just have one person on staff. They don't do that. They have they always have multiple people up there. I don't know, man. That's the worst. They've got they've got it all. They've got it all figured out. It's good stuff. Yeah, I I, I don't like going in. Well, who who does? But. That's always pretty aggravating. You go to gas, you know, get gas, and you go inside, and there's, there's like, like a line of people. ten people, and yeah, and there's one, one person, right? Yeah. Now, now you said marble. You said lights. <laughs> Did you say, what was that? Which now? Which, which uh, lottery ticket here? The cross puzzle jigsaw <laughs> there, or the? Uh... <laughs> Man, I haven't played any gas station lotto in a long time. Yeah, yeah. I used to have a tradition with my best friend growing up. We'd go, and once we hit eighteen. Go to gas stations and buy as many tickets as we could, <laughs> and like chocolate milk. Yeah, and sit in the car and like <laughs> scratch them all off, and we win one, go back inside, redeem it, get more. And yeah, basically throw away, man. you know, thirty bucks. Yeah, it's true, man. Yeah, I'll play the I'll play the paper lottery every now and again, not the really? scratchers, but the the big time, you know. Yeah, the big time retire to a small island lottery. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta swing for the fences, Glenn. You know. Okay, well, if you uh, so quick trip, I'm highly I'm highly suggesting you go out there and stop by because tomorrow I'm going to go buy some more stock in that. And then, right. Um, hey, Brian, that's, we'll that's illegal. Yeah. Hey, I, you know, I'm not saying I'm not saying to go buy stuff from there. I'm saying just go there and check. Here's it out. the thing, right? Just think about it. Just think about buying some pizza from there with your Amazon Echo. Mm-hmm. Now your insider trading has that's been right. caught. Okay, yeah, that's true. Never mind that you're talking into a microphone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, Amazon Echo, uh, what's Quick Trip stock price today? Yeah. Hey, Amazon Echo, how do I delete that last query? <laughs> do I, do you, can I remove undo history? Amazon Echo? Yeah. Undo. Uh, uh, mm, yeah, erase history. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I can see how that could be a problem, Glenn. Well, thankfully, I don't do anything that I'm ever embarrassed of. Right. Ever. We've never highlighted any of that on the show. No, we haven't. No. It's all been completely above board. That's right. Okay, Glenn. Well, we should probably wrap it up. We're running long in the tooth here. Woo! Um, okay, Glenn. Well, that was uh, we got that figured out. Solid brands. <laughs> Solid brands. Uh, all, all important brands. Yes. Um, okay, Glenn. Well, so that was episode 34. Yes. 34 of season one. Of 45. Man. So we're, <clears throat> you know, when do we, when do we say, when do we, when, do we, when does season two start? Is that, I don't, I'm not sure when that cuts don't off. Don't they go by. Well, we've been, at, we've been at this for over a year. Well, hang on. I think some, I think some. Yeah. S- s- go by like the actual season. Mm-hmm. So like fall, fall right. of 23rd, or uh, 
Wait, we started in 2014? 20, yes. Okay. Well, we released it, yes. 2014? Yeah. Okay, so this, this is, could be fourth season in. I mean, we're, it could be into our fourth. This is Q4. Q4. Q4 fourth uh, season. Fourth, okay. I don't think so. I think this is more like season one. I'm right. I mean, look at how many episodes are in a TV show. <laughs> yeah, not thirty-four. No, we're like five years in for a TV right. show. Okay, well, well, we'll have to talk about that. Okay, we'll have to figure that out. What season this is it was specifically? It's but, been a long December. Uh, anyway, uh, okay, Glenn, that was episode thirty-four. Looking up, looking forward to episode thirty-five already. Glenn, what's your verdict on the Christmas ale from Breckenridge? It is solid. You know what? It's almost. Like, I just haven't noticed it, so that's good. I like beers that don't get in the way. Kind of in the background, just letting it do its thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that, too. 7% alcohol. Okay. Uh, all right, Glenn. Well, um, okay, that was episode 34. We will catch you guys for episode 35. Thanks for listening, as always. No one's listening. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Yeah, all right. Uh, anyway. Uh, okay, Glenn. Well, right. uh, I am Brian McKinney. I am... Uh, Oh, Glenn Stansbury. You're Glenn Stansbury. I'm Brian McKinney. Mm -hmm. We'll catch you next time for episode 35. Thank you for listening. See you guys. Good night. Good good night. I couldn't think of anything clever. (laughs) Good night.